Hey everyone, today's episode is from a keynote Brian did at the Global Virtual Keto Summit in 2020. As Brian says, change is inevitable, but progress is not. Tune in as he goes through five steps he used with Prove-It to grow through the changes brought on by the pandemic. And for more content, connect with Brian on social at Brian Undy. Hey everyone, it is Brian Underwood, founder and CEO of Prove-It. Uh, it is great to be a part of this incredible event. Uh, I want to first of all thank Dr. Ryan Lowry and Dr. Jacob Wilson uh, and the Ketogenic.com team for putting this event on. Uh, and we're all adapting a little bit because we are doing it virtually. Uh, and hopefully each and every one of you have gotten some incredible value uh, out of this event. And so for me, it's really simple. I thought that uh, the best thing I could do is maybe come on and share a few tips that we have used uh, to adapt to change, right? I think that we've all heard the whole analogy that uh, change is inevitable, progress is not. So how can you progress uh, in the times of change? And so um, that's what I'm going to be talking about today. Uh, you know, as a company, we are based in Louisville, Kentucky, as well as Dallas, Texas. Uh, we have offices throughout the world from Hong Kong, uh, as well as we are just now launching uh, Europe, uh, UK, uh, and Italy. And so we're super, super excited. So we are always dealing with shifts and changes. And I read an article back, um, I don't know, it was probably four years ago, five years ago in Fortune Magazine. And I remember the quote in the article and it resonated with me uh, because I said, this is so, so incredible. And one of the reasons why it resonated with me is because one of my core values is innovation. Uh, both from a personal standpoint as well as a business standpoint, is I always want to be around innovation. And I used to, 10, 20 years ago, think that innovations was about simply technology. Like you had to be in the technology world in order to be an innovator. And the reality is what I learned is that each and every one of us can truly be innovators and we can focus on innovation because the true definition of innovation is bringing value to people that they don't necessarily have, right? So that could be innovating is something as little as language or giving people a different level of awareness uh, in the world that they never had before. And so in all of our offices, we have a quote, um, we live by this quote, and the quote really talks about adapting or pivoting. And that quote is real simple. It says that there's always two businesses that you're in, and you can relate this to your life as well, right? There's two lives that you're living. The two businesses that you're managing are the ma you're managing and the, you're, you're focused on the business that you're in right now. However, you also should be focused on the business that you're becoming. And if you can do that, then you won't ever have to pivot because you're constantly going to be innovating. You're constantly going to be looking for new ways to be able to bring value to more and more people. And so during this time, I think that it's important that all of us ask ourselves the right questions. And... Um, you know, there's a lot of different uh, perspectives that people have of the world right now. I think from COVID uh, to, ever, to even the recent events of what's happened with all the protesting going on uh, and all the live events is that I think that people's perception of what's going on in the world is how it directly affects them or their belief system. And so what I want to do is just give you all a few tips that I think uh, could help each and every one of you adapt to change. So tip number one, in order to help us all become more adaptable, remember times are always going to be changing. The more adaptable we become, the more powerful we become. 
And we have a leadership quotient that we go by within our company. And that means leadership quotient is intelligence, which, you know, intelligence, uh, a lot of people believe that you have to be smart in order to be successful or to make money. Uh, but the reality is, I believe that there's an entire equation around it. So intelligence and IQ might be one of them. Uh, but the second one would be EQ, emotional intelligence. And during times like this, we have to be emotionally intelligent so we don't react, but we respond, right? Because there's always going to be times where crisis is hit or different environments that hit us that we are not going to be in control with. And then the third one is AQ. And very few people talk about AQ, right? And that is the adaptability quotient. It is our ability to become flexible. It's our ability to adapt and be adaptable in any given situation or any given circumstance. And one of the things that I wanted to, those five simple tips, tip number one for me would just be keeping an open mind, right? The best way to keep it an open mind is use something that is a tool that we can learn from each and every one of our kids. And if you have three-year-olds or four-year-olds or five-year-olds or six-year-olds or seven-year-olds, you're gonna understand what I'm talking about here. We have a six-year-old and a seven-and-a-half-year-old. And during the COVID, we obviously took on homeschooling. Um, and during homeschooling, something that I observed each and every day is how much fun that they can have uh, by just being curious. We've all heard curiosity kills the cat. Curiosity and moving forward with a childlike curiosity can be something that can actually rewire your brain into staying open to find the right answers. So think about what Walt Disney always talked about, right? Curiosity keeps us leading down new, new ways. And if we just stay curious and we don't stay where we're at or stay stuck in where we're at, but we stay curious about where we're going, the answers will find us. Um, there's a, a super big company that many of you know. In 2004, uh, this company was looking for candidates. They were looking to do a hiring process. So they decided to do something pretty unique. I want you to think about this for a second. It was 2004, and they took an anonymous billboard, right, interviewing or looking for candidates that were looking for a job. And on that billboard, they literally just had one line, right? And they posted it as a puzzle. And it said, first 10-digit prime found in consecutive digits of e.com. And that billboard for the right people that were curious about what the answer was, they were able to find out the equation and solve for it, right? That company was called Google. And the CEO ran this billboard because they wanted to make sure that they were identifying the right candidates that were keeping their mind open, right? They were looking to solve problems. So if you saw that billboard and you're curious to what it was, then you took action, then you were probably one that was a candidate that was hired. The point being is that the future belongs to those that are curious. The ones that aren't afraid to try something, explore it, poke it, and question it inside and out, right? And so the thing I'm going to encourage each and every one of you to do during this time is stay curious about, um, you know, where you're at, but more importantly, stay curious about what can be accomplished moving forward in the future. And then, then tip number two would simply be um, don't get too attached to a single plan or single strategy. I think for so many people, uh, they become so finite in their approach. And one of the things of being adaptable is we have to be willing uh, to be flexible, to know that there's many roads to Oz, 
right, is and the ones that become the most adaptable, especially in today's world, because today things change literally every single second. I mean, it's so, so fast, is that if we don't have the right mindset, we don't stay curious and we don't, and we and if we stay attached to one single plan or one single strategy, uh, that one single plan or single strategy could give uh, you know, our competition the heads up, or it could be the very thing that self-sabotages our own success. And uh, if you all remember uh, Henry Ford, who focused on uh, the Model T, the Model T was the very first car that went into mass production. Um, and he had a very singular plan on making the Model T the absolute best car out there in the world, right? And this was, I think it was early 1900s. Um, by 1908, uh, he realized that the Model T Ford was growing, demand grow, grew. By 1921, there was a huge demand in the car market, right? And Henry Ford focused down on just that one singular car. However, by the late 1920s, I want you all to, to think, the U.S. economy started growing. There started, started becoming more and more competition in the marketplace. And a little company called General Motors came on board and they took a different strategy. And that strategy started with producing an array of models and vehicles that captured the mind and the imagination of the market of people that wanted something different, right? And it took Ford a very long time to let go of that one singular plan or single strategy. And what happened was GM was able to surpass him in the car market during that time. Why? Because he wasn't able to let go of that single mind focus. And so wherever you're at, wherever your business is at, wherever your life is at right now today, is when you deal with crisis, when you deal with change or things that are beyond your control, if you can stay adaptable and you can remember that there's many strategies, don't just stick to one single plan, but make sure you prepare yourself for a multitude of plans that you can take action on uh, during those times of, of crisis or those times of change or those times uh, that we're experiencing now. And then I would say number three uh, would be uh, supporting that, right, is in order to have success, then we have to be able to carry the weight. And there's so many people out there today that I think uh, they look at business as this linear equation, like they want all the success. And that's why I think that if you go study and explore people that have had success, whether it's in research, whether it's in science, or whether it's in business, the people that have had success have gotten there through failure after failure after failure. They've built a lot of muscle. So once they do have the success, they can carry the weight of success. Make no mistake about it, weight comes with success. And there's no one that's been successful that hasn't done it without a price. There's always a receipt. And what I'm sharing with each and every one of you now, it's an awesome time for you to plan for success and create the right support systems in order to support the weight that the success that you're going to have. Or maybe it's also adapting, right, and creating a new strategy of support within your business based on the environment. So don't try to do it all alone. Uh, the key is to, during this time, look for friends, look for mentors, look for peers uh, that, either, that either have done it before or they are doing it and pull together a peer group, pull together a mastermind. And because remember this, the success you have is only going to be 
is as successful as the quality of systems that can support that success. And so use this as a time to double down on creating support systems for yourself, uh, for your companies, for your research, for whatever it is that you're doing. And tip number four is understand your reaction to change, right? Understand your response to what's going on. Um, you know, a lot of times when something happens uh, that's beyond our control, we start becoming stressed out. And sometimes we become stressed out about being stressed out. And I think the most important thing is to assess the situation, understand how your reaction can change your progression for the positive or for the worst. Um, so take a few minutes, anytime something hits you emotionally, slow down and ask yourself positive questions, right? Or ask yourself questions uh, to assess the emotional reaction. Um, and Dr. Amen, uh, who I just spoke to the other day, we were talking about um, his book for children's that talks about the ants, right? Um, uh, which is automatic negative thoughts. And automatic negative thoughts can affect everything uh, in our our nervous system, it can affect our health. And how do you shift your automatic negative thoughts that sometimes come from a subconscious place? And the first thing is you have to assess what it is that you're thinking. Thoughts truly are things. And so I have found the best way to do that is to breathe. Take a few minutes and breathe. Breathe in a positive state. There's a lot of breathing exercises out there. You can go get a breathing app. I think it's called Breathe. Um, but center yourself again. So you're not responding and you're asking yourself questions like, how do I really feel about this situation? What meaning does this have to my business? What meaning does this have to my life? Like focus on the answers that you're answering there and those answers and the questions you ask yourself will either move you forward or it'll cause you to go into quicksand. Um, I read an article not too long ago uh, about a, a Harvard researcher who was doing studies on the increase of serotonin, dopamine, and testosterone. And uh, she got ridiculed by all of her uh, co-workers or in academia. Uh, and she finally finished the study where she could actually prove uh, her uh, hypothesis. And that is that simply by standing in a powerful state, it increased uh, participants' testosterone level and dopamine levels by as much as 33%. And so remember, if you're going to assess your reaction, make sure that you're doing the things to keep your reaction positive so you're actually responding with focus. And I think that that's not something, I think that's actually everything um, because if you can control your environment and control your thoughts, then your thoughts can control your ability to move forward. So assess your response to it. And then finally, the fifth one would be totally immersing yourself in new environments, totally immersing yourself in new situations, seek them out. And here's what I mean by that is that, you know, growth is what creates wealth, right? Whether it's personal wealth, whether it's business wealth, uh, you know, but in order to grow, you have to push yourself beyond the limits, right? It's like finding, which every thought leader talks about right now, it's, it's finding that point that when you're in the grind enough and you're uncomfortable, you find comfort in being uncomfortable. 
And so through that, that's when growth happens. That's when magic happens. That's when it multiplies and magnifies your income. And so Randy Hittrick is a great example of this, right? Is that we never know what situation comes to us, but we continue to move forward towards our outcomes. Um, and that's what creates innovation. And Randy Hittrick, uh, in 1997, he was a US Navy SEAL. He was a commander and he was looking to stay in shape, right? His whole body, mind, spirit. Um, however, uh, he was on a, a mission and he didn't have any weights. And so he had to improvise, right? This is a great example of immersing yourself in the situation you're in or the environment you're in, but never lose sight of your outcome. And what he did was he used what he had in front of him. And that was a jiu-jitsu belt and parachute cord. And he found that if he strung it up together, he could use body weight and do body weight exercises in order to stay in shape. Well, later on after he got out of the military, um, that was the inception or the, the innovation of what many of us know now as TRX, right? And TRX has soared uh, to heights of success. Uh, it's in over 60,000 clubs and training facilities around the world. Uh, they do well over $60 million a year in annual sales. Um, and it was, it was formed and the inception of it was based on someone looking to achieve their outcome that was uncomfortable but they were able to respond and adapt in the environment that they were. And so when you totally immerse yourself into your goals, right? Then once you do that, you will find the answers if you keep moving forward, but you have to be willing to be uncomfortable. So during this time in the last three, four, five months for many people, it's been uncomfortable. And then you have a choice. Do you keep moving forward and find new ways to innovate, bringing value to yourself and to others or do you stop? You know, we're super, super um, blessed and super excited and grateful that within our company, we've grown over 120% uh, just since COVID hit, right? And as soon as it hit, we said, we have to adapt. And so we use these five tips um, to help us achieve that level of experience and that level of growth for ourselves. And the great news about it is we're going to continue to have to adapt as a society, as a global community, moving forward in the next six months and the next six months after that. See, I don't believe that there is going to be back to normal. I only believe it's gonna be new normal. And so ask your question this, whatever your goals are, you know, whatever your dreams are, go, with, go for it for reckless abandon, but ask yourself this, are you adapting? Are you focused on the business that you're in and the business that you're becoming? When you do that, you never have to pivot because you're always innovating. So with that being said, I appreciate Dr. Ryan Lowry, Dr. Jacob Wilson for letting me share a few minutes um, of our excitement and passion. We believe that this is unbelievable and uh, you know, hopefully we'll keep these going and keep bringing value out to the world. And uh, you know, I think in the time of uh, crisis or the time of uncertainty, you have to create certainty for yourself and for others um, and continue to move forward. And so uh, stay healthy, stay fit, um, and whatever your it is, whatever you're doing, whatever your goals or dreams are, keep proving it each and every day. We'll talk to you guys soon.